Are you ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery, growth, and empowerment? Join us for a life-changing experience at the Know Your Power Women's Retreat. It's going to be live in person in Austin, Texas, October 6th through 8th. This retreat is designed to provide you with a safe and nurturing environment to explore your inner strength, unlock your true potential, and connect with a community of like-minded women. Whether you're a professional, a student, an entrepreneur, or simply just someone seeking personal growth, this retreat is tailored to inspire and uplift women from all walks of life. You'll hear from our influential women who have shattered glass ceilings and made a mark in their respective fields, such as Live Wickedly, Savannah Joy, Kirsten Marks, Kendall Leah, and me. At this retreat, we'll be diving deep in our carefully crafted workshops, and you'll leave with practical tools to manifest your dream life, mindfulness exercises to align your desires with your action, and meaningful connections with other empowered women. I can't wait to see you, my love. Click the link in the description to sign up today. Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Julia Renee. And Kendall Aaliyah. And I'm wearing sweats today. I'm getting ripped tonight. All right. Okay. (laughs) I don't remember what it was. I know it, but it's not a nice word. You know what's weird, like with TikTok, is that you can remember kind of what was happening in life when sounds were viral. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like... Was that 2020? I think so. Or it 2021. Yeah, but I remember like timelines based off of like trending sounds on TikTok. No, literally. And I'll like see a video that's like clearly a repost and I'll know like what era yeah. it was from. And I'm what like, TikTok era. Oh, that's that was like last year. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy that, that the trends are like they'll last for like a month and then we move on to the next one so fast. So it really is like almost a monthly calendar. It's so true. And then like, sometimes they'll like, there'll be some DJ that like remixes yeah, an old it comes one back. and then it comes back. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did. That's so funny. Also. Oh wait, never mind. I was going to say my mom does. I don't know if my mom listens to the podcast. She, she's she def- better. She definitely listens to all of my YouTube videos and she yeah. she gets ready and does her makeup while she watches my YouTube videos and she's like it's like we're hanging out together Aww. and I said the f word on one of my videos and she texted me and Julia Renee <laughs> she says Julia Renee if you guys don't know Renee's my middle name it's not actually it's not even yeah it's she's not even calling you your yeah. full name so That's she's funny. Julia Renee I'm gonna wash your mouth out with soap <laughs> I was like oh my god no it's funny because like I've always been allowed to swear like my my household was never anti weird like I, i've never gotten in trouble for swearing i think because i'm the youngest of four so they probably already did by it by the time they got to me they were like she can say the f word at eight years old Who that's cares? what <laughs> happens is like with the first kid not that i know not that we're parents or anything yeah but with the first kid you want to do everything right yeah. like you're making you're getting all the books like you're trying to like raise them the best way that you possibly can the middle child it's like okay we've done this before like yeah. we can do it again the last it's like oh, we're just gonna <laughs> yeah they fully that's just like little threw caution says. to the wind for me she's like yeah we just forget they just forgot. Yeah. Forgot about me. I tried to tell my oldest brother that. I'm like, we had very different childhoods. Yeah. Like we had different parents by, at true. that point because we're like 12 years apart or something like that. Oh, that's a um, lot. Yeah. But anyway, I'm always conscious of swearing on the podcast because of your parents. Yeah. I'm like, let me be conscious to the other parents in the room. I try to be the best that I can on like, uh, especially on YouTube, because I know that there's a lot of moms that watch it with their kids, mm-hmm. like their kids, like they'll send pictures That's of like cute. their kids watching it with them. So I have to, I'm like, I want to be friendly to all 
people. So. <laughs> the whole demographic. Yeah. But you know, switching gears like completely <laughs> today, we're going to talk about an abundance versus a scarcity mindset. So while we're going through this, I really want you to think about just just checking in with yourself and see if any of these things relate to you, because I have struggled with this a lot in the past and in the recent with whether it was scarcity with money, scarcity with relationships, scarcity with reaching goals, yada, 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 yada. And it holds you back. Oh, yeah. Like it really holds you back from becoming the best version of yourself that you can absolutely be. And it might be down deep under there and you don't even know that these are things that you're doing. Like we're almost like setting ourselves up for failure Mm -hmm. before we even start trying. So for me, I wanted to start with first kind of my story with scarcity. And then I can even share like a recent one that I've had to like really switch over. But for me, it was like winning my first two shows. So I, if you guys don't know my story, my first show was Summer Shredding. I won the overall at Summer Shredding in 2020. And then my second show was two weeks later and I won the overall um, at the Adela Garcia. And then after that was the most difficult, challenging testing part of my life because I got like the boob job. We talked about this last week. Like I was so super, super depressed. But the thing is, is that I had a lot of scarcity around my fitness journey in general. And I feel like a lot of people who are getting started do this a lot where you start comparing your fitness journey to other people. And it's almost like you start discrediting all of the hard work that you've done because you start seeing other people that are way ahead of you. You start seeing pros, Olympians, you know, whatever fitness influencers, if your goal isn't to become a bodybuilder. And then you start to think that because they have success in their field, I can't also have success. Basically, there's no room for me. Like, All of the people that are in the industry that Kendall and I are in, there's a ton of them. And if we went in with a scarcity mindset making this podcast, we could have easily said, but there's so many other podcasts out there for people to listen to. Like It's one of those, like, you're almost writing it off as like, we can't do that because other people have. And it's like, there's room for everyone. But if you convince yourself of that, you're never even going to start the podcast. You're never even going to start doing what it is you secretly or deep down want to be doing. Exactly. And I did this a lot too, when I was starting my YouTube channel and I know you can relate. That's going to be my story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can relate to that, but you're just, this is the definition of scarcity is like thinking that you can't also go and do that thing Mm -hmm. because there's not enough room in this world for you as well. Mm -hmm. So this can also be with your fitness journey. It can be with starting a business, you know, a number of different things. So for me, this really started me discrediting all of the work that I had done and the accomplishments that I made very quickly because now it still wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be a pro. So it's like I completely just pushed my two wins under the rug, but it still wasn't enough because I wasn't a pro. And I was living in scarcity thinking that I wasn't good enough yet because I haven't achieved that thing. Yeah. So that's kind of mine fitnessy related. But then 
a lot of people struggle with scarcity around money, yeah. you know, just constantly fearing what they don't have, fearing not having enough. Um, and that just creates a endless cycle of continuously not having enough Yeah, because the thing that you fear or that you think or that you humor the most in your brain is the thing that you end up attracting anyways. And it's crazy because we can say, I don't want this. I don't want this so many times, but if you are still speaking in scarcity, it's going to, it's going to come its way around anyways. Yeah. So for me, um, a lot of mine is more like business and money kind of, um, where I never felt. So I started my business when I was like 18, right. Which is scary on its own. Like that's really young. So I first off always discredited or kind of like sell, sold myself short on, but I'm not as experienced as experienced as these other people. And for reference, if you don't know my business, I do in-home personal training. I still do it today. I've been doing it for years and I love it. And I have a very different mindset now, but in the beginning it was kind of like going into meeting with potential clients with the mindset of, well, why would they hire me? Yeah. Or like, well, why would they trust an 18 year old? Right? Like Mm -hmm. all of these just like negative selling myself short, not letting myself kind of go for this thing I I was creating and wanted. Mm -hmm. I was still like not letting myself fully live it. And then I actually read a book. I think it was called like the sales Bible, the selling Bible, something like that. And one of literally, I, I never finished the book. One of the first few chapters went into, you need to go in, um, And before you walk into a meeting with a customer or client, whatever it is, you need to write out the best possible outcome of that situation. And that's what I started doing. And literally just that mind kind of switch between, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve their money. I don't deserve their time to, I will get their money, their time. I will make this connection with them. I will help them. Like, that's why I'm doing this is to help people, not for the money side of it. And I was letting that kind of consume me because you're 18 and you're living on your own and it's scary. So that was that like initial switch for me. And then it took years to actually switch to, oh, I deserve these clients. I deserve their time. I'm helping them. I'm growing my business. My business is mine. I, I made it from nothing. Like even then, I always credited other people for their wisdom, their help, their input in my business. I never allowed myself to be like, I'm a business owner. Like I never allowed myself to like sit with that title. So for me, a lot of it was business. And then I'm similar to you where I feel like every time we hit a goal, we're like, okay, what's next? I never really let myself sit and be like, I just grew my business to being like Mm. this amount of figures or having this amount of clients. I'm still trying to learn that till this day, guys. Like we don't have it figured out in the slightest. We're still in our (laughs) 20s and we're just literally sharing the things that we have worked through or still currently working through. And you're right, because I had actually a question box on my Instagram on that topic Mm -hmm. last week. And it was such a good question. Like, I love doing question boxes on Instagram. I love because, answering them. So because, I love when you do them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people literally ask such great questions. And yeah. this girl said something like, when do you feel successful? Like, is it when you compete? Like, is it when you're on stage? It's when you see the lights. And mm-hmm. I was, I think I said something along the lines of like, you define what success means to you there's not going to be a defining moment where you wake up one day and you feel like you're a success. It's you giving meaning to your life and what you do and what your plans are for this world and your impact. Yeah. That's when you start feeling successful. No trophy, no money, 
no incredible relationship, no, none of that is yeah. going to matter at the end of the day if you don't actually feel that you're successful. We've kind of talked about that with like <clears throat> having a weight loss journey where yeah. we're like, if you just set out for this number and you tell yourself, I'm going to be happy when I hit that number, you might get to that number and be like, okay, well now what? Now I want to lose like five more pounds, 10 more pounds. You never allow yourself to enjoy the journey or appreciate any work you've done or all the time you've put into like getting to that number. Yeah. Instead, you're only focused on that number. It's the same with setting goals. Like if you just go, okay, yeah, whatever. My, my business is six figures. Now I want seven, like just constantly moving on to that next and not being like, holy crap. Like I grew yeah. my business to be six figures. And that's an, accom you're an like accomplishment. Basically, I call this like, I'll be happy when syndrome yeah. to where you prolong your happiness to a specific date, mm -hmm. meaning I'm not going to be happy until I step on stage at the end of my show. I started prepping in April. So if I were to go with that mentality, that's like your that means year. I would be sad for April, May, June, July, August, September, and yeah. wouldn't be a ounce of a bit happy until October. That is seven months of my life that I am wasting, waiting for happiness when I could be happy now. And I've done that so many times. The, Me too. <laughs> the story that I told you guys at the beginning when I was just living in um, so much scarcity and, and lack of what I didn't have mm -hmm. and what other people's had, what other people's had, what other people had, that was that moment where I had achieved so much it's very rare for somebody to get into the industry and win two shows in a row mm -hmm. overalls. And I didn't, it didn't matter. It was over. I was like, well, well, what's next? Yeah. You know, and that was one of the biggest lessons that I'm still learning is to enjoy those moments. Like Kendall said, and just like appreciate, like sit down, like, wow, like we've done Okay, yeah. cool. And then you can like go after that next thing, but sit with the feeling of how does it feel to achieve this goal instead of just blowing past them because your past self would have been so incredibly proud of you mm -hmm. and your present self that's just like succeed, succeed, succeed is like uh, uh, that's chump change like yeah. whatever it's also very ungrateful you know at the same time. Hello my loves, are you tired of guessing what nutrition and meals to follow to get the results you want? Well, I got you covered. You could train with me on my Buff Babe app. Whether you're a beginner or seasoned athlete, the Buff Babe app is your ultimate health and fitness buddy. Picture this, personalized training that fits your needs and access to hundreds of workouts all at your fingertips. Just click the link in the description to join thousands of others in the Buff Babe app. I feel like a really good practice that's like really easy to do, you can do it anytime, anywhere, is to think about yourself of like, a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, yeah. and visualize her looking at you now and look at all the things she's probably proud of or like, oh my gosh, I accomplished that, that yeah. you just throw under the rug, you know? That's a really good point. And I think what makes it so difficult to appreciate what you've done and like where you're going is because of the, what is it called? Like, it, it's like the period of time that you're in. Like this year, I'm in a certain period of my life where I kind of like expect my life to go a certain way. Yeah. I expect to make a certain amount of money. I expect to be a certain level of confidence, yada, yada, yada. But you're right. If I relate it to Julia when she was starting her business in the height of a pandemic, 
that's cool. You know, I need to go back to, it's like, you just have to go back to your roots, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you've definitely changed. Look how far grown. you've come. Yeah. Look how far <laughs> you've come. Anyways, we kind of trailed off a little bit, but I want to go into like, what is the difference between a scarcity versus an abundance mindset? So mindset. A scarcity mindset is when you're so obsessed with a lack of something. Mm -hmm. It's usually time. It's usually money. And you can't seem to focus on anything else, no matter how hard you try. It's when you believe there are limited resources. So if someone else has something, you feel there is less of that resource available to you. So what is an abundance mindset? An abundance mindset is to see the limitless potential in your life. It means you can see the potential in yourself and everyone around you, not only you, but everybody around you as well. And as a result, you intentionally drive yourself towards creating the life that you want. So let's go back to the scarcity mindset. So I'm going to kind of like list off some things that typically happen when you're stuck in a scarcity mindset and just take note and see if you're doing any of these things right now. So you always feel behind. You're never feeling like there is enough. You have fear fear of losing time during the day. Bills and other responsibilities start piling up. You say yes to opportunities that aren't right for you. This is a big one, guys, because you can't you're afraid another one won't come along or the one that you actually want thinking that you'll always lose and that other people will win. So if we're relating some of these things to fitness right now, always feeling behind, you're looking at all these other girls on social media, you're looking, you literally started your fitness journey and you want to be a competitor and you're looking at wellness Olympians and you're Mm -hmm. feeling so behind. First of all, crazy. That's ridiculous. Why are we doing that? I've done that myself. Never feeling like there is enough whether that is like space in this industry for you, whether enough, whether like, I just completely blanked. I can fill in. Yeah. One I deal with a lot is feeling like I'm too late to do something yeah, or start something. I think that's common. I feel like that's a good one to add to the list. <clears throat> Jeez. My throat is doing something A lot today. of people think that too, like too late for to, yeah. to be in body. Too late to start a yeah. business, too late to start my fitness journey, too late to step on stage, whatever yeah. it is. Like there is there's always more time. Like you kind of can determine how you spend your time. So if that's what you want to do, like those are the kind of the switch that you need to make to abundance of like, Oh, I have plenty of time. I have all the time I need to accomplish this or to do this. It's, it's never too late to start anything. Yeah. It'll be too late if you never do it. Exactly. (laughs) Like it'll hundred percent be too late if you never do it. And the more that you prolong it, the fear, the initial fear that you had of you being too late is increasing it's Mm -hmm. actually happening which is crazy that that one's common for me with youtube if you're an active listener you know i've been struggling with wanting to start youtube all year and years previous um and a lot of that is because i started when i was like 16 or 17 and posted a lot of videos and then i deleted all of them so i still struggle today with like almost regretting not not sticking with it sooner, not starting it sooner. And yeah, I do exactly that. Every week I prolong it. That's more time that I'm like, oh, I've missed my like potential yeah. or opportunity. When in reality, every everyone can blow up at any time. Like it's never too late to start. It's like your fear of being behind is, is making you more behind. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is oh, common. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. myself it's common, yeah. so I don't feel yeah, It is definitely <laughs> common because I did that a lot with, 
a number of things that were uncomfortable or uncertain or scary. Um, One of the biggest ones here that I wanted to pinpoint is saying yes to opportunities Mm -hmm. that aren't right for you because you're afraid that another one won't come along. I know that I did this a lot when I first started in the fitness industry and trying to grow my social media and networking and making money on social media that I said yes to way too many people. Mm -hmm. And what's cool is now I can say no to a lot of people. And what that means is that now I get to, I have the ability to choose where I want to spend my time, where I want to put my energy and what things that I would like to promote or not promote. Mm -hmm. And I said yes to so many things that it actually seemed really cool, but it fell back on me later because Maybe they didn't align with my values. Maybe they didn't really care for me as like an athlete, like all of these different things. And by doing that and saying yes to those things, because I was fearful, nothing else would come along. Now I didn't have room for those things that were actually meant for me to come around. And once I started saying no to things that I knew weren't aligned with me, then magically companies, opportunities, Mm -hmm. um, ideas started coming to me that were aligned and just started to fall into place. It's like the universe knows when you're being authentic and like it's creates more paths for you. Also people like people can sense when you're being unauthentic. I have definitely worked with brands in the past, whether it's like a one-time post thing or like a contract thing where as soon as I start working with them, I'm like, oh no, like this is not for me. I don't want to promote this product. I don't use these products, but now you're stuck in a contract and that can be hard. So yeah, I would say, especially for like people going into social media, maybe you're getting your first brands reaching out to you. Be like really picky if you can. Yeah. If you're able to be really picky, then please please do and do some research on things because Mm -hmm. you never, you never know. Cause there was one time for me where I did like a collab with Shein or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I had no idea how awful that company was. Yeah. And that was the product of me just thinking that nothing else was going to come along and living in scarcity and be like, no other brand is going to want to work with me. And I didn't do the research on the brand enough. I love their clothes. I mean, it's fast fashion. Like they have really cute stuff. There's a lot of companies that are similar, but yeah, that was, I didn't do enough research. Yeah. Yeah. But thinking that you'll always lose and other people will win. This is a big one in the fitness space. Thinking that everybody else can reach their goals. Mm -hmm. They can lose weight. They can build muscle. They can balance it all. But for some reason you can't. Now you're making yourself a victim in your circumstance. And then it almost causes you to kind of like resent other people. Mm -hmm. Like you resent the people that can reach their goals and that can lose weight and you end up becoming like super bitter. I've done that before too, where I would get some sort of like anger towards girls that like could get lean so fast. And Mm -hmm. like, they didn't have to do the amount of cardio that I did. They didn't have to diet as hard as I did. And I would, it would make me so angry inside and it's not their fault. Yeah. They got good metabolism. (laughs) They got great genetics. Like, and they're probably looking at you being like, Oh, I wish I could gain muscle as easily as Julia. Like it's always grass is greener. Comparing yourself is never good. I think it's, it's good to look at certain people as motivation. It's Mm -hmm. good to be like, 
Oh yeah, like I I I love how her abs look. That's gonna motivate me through my cardio this week. Like yeah. I'm gonna get abs like that. But to be like, oh, I love her how her abs look, and I don't look like that, and yeah. I never will. Like that's just that that mindset difference yeah. between scarcity and abundancy. Like you can also get what she gets. It's or so has. true. So yeah. if you're like watching content on YouTube, TikTok, or doing like a podcast or listening to a podcast. And instead of thinking, wow, if she can do it, like I can too, like Kendall was saying. And instead you're thinking of all of the things that you lack. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to just, (laughs) just check in word for a little bit and Mm -hmm. see where this is coming from and maybe stop watching so much of that content Mm -hmm. because it's obviously like not doing you very good. Another example that I like to use for a scarcity mindset around fitness is just food. Like when you're on a diet, all you can think about is food. So if a scarcity mindset is literally you become obsessed with the lack of something and you're in a diet, you have the lack of food. And then all you think about is the lack of food that you don't have. Like you're going out and seeing people eating and you're thinking about that. You can't do that. Well, when you go to the grocery store, you're thinking about what you can't buy. Yeah. You know, when you're getting a coffee order or something, you're thinking about like, oh man, I wish I can get one of those too, but I can't. Yeah. You know, so bodybuilders do this and they get that overwhelming feeling of lack from maybe not being able to have certain things that other people can. Business owners can do this too. They can access, obsess over like how much money they're making mm-hmm. and think about how much money they're not having or And it just becomes this like obsessive thing that you continuously think about. All of us have probably one of those things that we're currently obsessing on. And um, yeah, I'm just realizing that I feel like me and you, it's the social media thing right now. We have a huge, (laughs) we have a lot of scarcity around social media and like our potential for growth. Yeah. And um, And we're not recognizing, or at least I won't speak for you. Um, Instagram for everyone right now is for most people right now is on a decline. I've seen like a lot of influencers talking about it. A lot of articles talking about it. It's just, they're, they're changing like their algorithm, whatever. It's not important, but yeah, I am very much so focused on like how many people, how many followers I'm losing or how many people are missing out on my content instead of focusing on, Oh, but all these people that are seeing it, how can I still impact or help? And that's like literally scarcity. We're focusing on the lack of people instead of what's right in front of us. Yeah. And learning lesson. This is, this is a live learning, (laughs) learning lesson from both of us. But now let's move into the happy part. Let's move into abundance mindset. So the way of thinking right now and ways that you can kind of switch that scarcity mindset thinking into abundance would be more like, I am right where I need to be at this moment in time. Because I know for me, I'm constantly wanting to move. I'm constantly wanting my goals to go faster. I want to be like leaner quicker. I want my show date to be here faster. So just sitting in the present moment and realizing that you're, the universe put you in this exact spot for a reason and just be there. Second, there's always more. There can always be more. I can always grow my social media more. I can always find a way to make more money. I can always find ways to be more confident. And then there is enough time for me to do this now and that later. This can also be like towards if you're living in 
scarcity around time like you constantly waking up and you're just like I don't have enough time to do any of the things like mm-hmm. you rush around life mm-hmm. and this was definitely me like two weeks ago <laughs> where I was just like I don't have enough time to do all of these things and it's like you have enough time to do this maybe one two three things now and then you can do these later you don't have to do all of the things right now at this moment in time and then wealth flows abundantly to me Another one, other people's success is my success. There is room for all of us because if other people are successful in the industry that you want to be in, that is living, breathing proof that you can also do that thing Mm -hmm. because someone else has already done it. And then lastly, I focus on the things that I can control. So when you're thinking about scarcity, things that you can't control are, what would they be? Things that you can't control when you're living in scarcity. I don't know. <laughs> My mind is drawing a blank. Are you talking about like things like time? Yeah. I mean, like you really can't control time. Yeah. You can't. You, you can't, can manage yeah, time. You can choose like how you use it or yeah. view it, but you can't control time. You can't control other people, their actions, their mm-hmm. reactions, but you can control your own. Exactly. Exactly. Hopefully that's what you're looking for. (laughs) I was, I was somewhat, my brain's farty today. It's always a little farty on Wednesdays, which is our filming day, which is dumb because literally my first rest day of the week. And I've already trained Monday and Tuesday. And at that point I've already done like four cardio sessions, two hour plus lifting sessions, posing and stuff. And it's only been two days. I have no excuse. Bro. So I I did nothing yesterday like, and I'm still brain dead. I'm so. needing these rest days. But anyways, guys, so that's the difference between a abundance versus a scarcity mindset. So just check in with yourself and see if you're saying any of these things to yourself. And if you need some reframes, any of the ones that we just listed are really great. I usually put them on sticky notes and I put them in my trigger zone. So for example, if I'm having scarcity around money, I always put a reframe, a positive reframe on my computer because that's where I'm doing my work. That's Mm -hmm. where like I'm quote unquote making my money and I'll do right now I have I'm a money magnet stuck onto my computer. But another one, just like we said, was wealth flows abundantly to me. So if you have a trigger zone by the fridge and you're on a diet right now and you're constantly like just going to the fridge, going to the fridge out of habit, not necessarily because you're even hungry, but something there that reminds you and makes you pause and say, okay, let me read this first. Okay. Let let me check in. All right. never mind. I'm gonna make a different decision. So the truth is guys that we have a choice. You always have a choice. You can choose to continue to live in scarcity, overwhelmed and feeling lack Or you can choose to live in abundance where you can see that there is room for you and all of us in this world, that the universe is going to bring you things that you for you on the right timeline and you're valuable and you deserve the things you feel scarcity about. Mic drop. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) For me, one of the biggest things I write as far as like switching that mindset is like being capable of something. I think I just like doubt my capability and my deservingness of a lot of things. Um, And that falls into that. Like, like you are fully capable of achieving, doing whatever it is you want to do or achieve. Uh, You just have to decide that when you decide you're capable, you decide you're deserving. That's when you can actually kind of switch gears into working towards it instead of like dreaming about it. Yeah. I find myself doing things like, I feel that I'm not capable is when I'm trying to do 
like some new thing for my business and I lack my capability in like figuring out how to work this program or Mm -hmm. how to find, how to make this thing, like things that I'm not naturally good at. And then it makes me feel like I'm dumb and that I'm a failure. Mm -hmm. So that's when I start thinking that I'm not capable of doing things. And then there's the flip side where you don't actually think that you're worthy of getting it to begin with. Yeah. So that's something that I know that I've been working on a lot is actually it's really cool to like write the goals down and to, you know, be positive and to like do all of these things. But do you actually feel that you're worthy of achieving these things that you want? (laughs) Because your brain doesn't play. Your brain can play tricks on you. I mean, you can convince yourself of anything and you can twist anything around in your mind. So like even if you're writing them down or you're looking at your vision board, there's a part of you that could be like, nah, like we're not even worthy of getting that girl, but we're going to pretend, you know? So I've been really focusing on actually feeling what it feels like when I'm writing those goals of being worthy of having those things, like even just writing it, but also like imagining, okay, what would it feel like to feel worthy of being qualified for 2024 Olympia, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's it. Quit holding yourself back. Quit holding yourself back. And this is a preach to like ourselves too. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I feel like I go through seasons of like having really motivated times of like work and fitness and all of that. And then I will have like a more, I, what I deem as like a negative scarcity mindset season. Um, well, you're and like, then I, <gasps> I get back oh my God. though. <laughs> you're like, th- things are, I'm literally right now moving out of scarcity into abundance. Yeah. And it's crazy what happens when you start doing that is like things like really start to just kind of align for you and it's kind of wild yeah um but yeah guys i hope you enjoyed excuse me (laughs) a good ending i hope you enjoyed this episode as always we love you all so much and you are more powerful (laughs) i heard that (laughs) guys i'm so sorry it was like in your soul that was like in my soul if my mom listens to this she's gonna be so mad at me but whatever Uh, anyways love you all so much (laughs) you are more powerful than you think bye. bye Thank you for tuning in to the Know Your Power podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and rate and review the show. Also, if you have any questions that you'd like to be answered on the show, feel free to email us at knowyourpowerpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, bye.